Hi, everyone. Welcome to Merch Money. Today we have Michael Webster with us. Michael, welcome. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. So I had been thinking about going to Funnel Hacking Live. I don't know if all of you guys have heard of it, but it's this uh, big conference. It just happened this past weekend. And I ended up not being able to go, but Michael went. So I was like, Michael, you got to come on the show on Monday and tell us all about it. So, did. yes, yeah. so thank you so much for being here. We have so many questions. We can't wait to hear all about it. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So, I think there's probably a lot of people who don't have a clue what funnel hacking is. So. You know what? I, know, right? I was in that same position too. And I'll tell you what happened is uh, so funnel hacking live is in Nashville here where I live. And a year ago, I was, you know, I opened up Facebook like we do every single day. And people I know from the merch community were like checking in at the airport on their way to Nashville or just landed in Nashville. And I was like, why are all these people that I know in my city? Like, what is going on? Funnel Hacking Live. What is Funnel Hacking Live? So, you know, of course, I had to do my research thing because I had serious FOMO all week. I remember Chris Green is here. Chris Green is here. <laughs> <laughs> so like so close, uh, so far, but so far. <laughs> I know, right? And I was like, do I want to crash this party even though I don't have a ticket? I, and I ended up not not doing that. But um, I definitely did uh, look into uh, what 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 a click funnel was and you know what funnel hacking live was. And I actually ended up I met up with uh, John and Amanda Balcazar. They were in town. And uh -huh. so I reached out to them. I was like, hey, what what is a click funnel? And they were basically like if you sell anything online, you should come to this conference. And, and Amanda said, this is like, this is the best conference I've ever been to. And then it was like right after the conference, Chris Green posted a picture of, you know how you get these, uh, these hangy tags when yeah. you go to a conference? Uh -huh. He showed every single one that he had in a picture. And he said, Funnel Hacking Live beats all the rest of them. So Aww. I was pretty much sold. Like I bought a ticket that week. And um, yeah, and then I and then I read the dot com secrets book and just finished the conference and it was amazing. Awesome. Well, I was similar. I hadn't. I mean, I don't live in Nashville, but I had seen people go to that conference, and so it was in my head that I should probably go to it. So I did the same thing. I contacted Amanda. Um, I don't know a few months ago, saying I was thinking about going. And then it was like uh, Amy Weeze, we've had that on the show before, and she was having a conference at the same time. And then there was a few other events all happening at the same time. And I kept like delaying picking what I was going to go to. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was like a week away. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to any of them. Right. <laughs> it was, uh, we'll see. Probably next year I'll finally make it. But anyway. Um, so I've heard nothing but good things. I know um, Tony Robbins was there. And yes, all and I, were there. I had never seen Tony before, so that yeah. was like a treat for me. That was very much different than anything I'm used to. But he's amazing. That guy is amazing. And it's different in person, right? When you like, than just seeing him on TV. I mean, it's intense. Like you, you have to jump up and down, and you know, he has all of these. Uh, yeah, like things like he would like get in a group of three and then you know you massage the other person's back and like jump up and down and like there was even a set or like a breakout session where he said pair off in twos and then 
answer these questions to the other person. And it was like, what's, why is your business stuff? What business are you in? And like, it was, once you were done with that conversation, oh, and he said, it has to be a stranger. You can't do it with somebody you know. And like, and once you got through that, like, exercise, you knew exactly what was wrong with your business and what, like, what you needed to do next. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. So let's start, let's start in the beginning. Let's actually start with, we'll, we'll circle back to the conference, but let's tell the audience a little bit about who you are and um, just a little bit about your background. Um, how did you get into the whole print on demand world? I'm Michael Webster, baby. <laughs> yeah. So um, I am 43 years old and it was, it was uh, 2016 in July, my daughter was born and uh, we had decided that um, because my wife makes a better income than me and we decided that I would come home and uh, she would continue working and I would come home and take care of my daughter because, you know, babysitting and, and childcare is, it's crazy expensive, yeah. not to mention like, you don't want to take your baby, your newborn to someone else for eight hours a day if you don't have to. So we decided to do that. Well, of course I needed something else to do. I was like, I'm going to try to make money online. So, um, and I knew that you could sell stuff on Amazon, uh -huh. and, but I didn't know like, exactly how it was done. So I just started researching that. And I ended up uh, starting retail arbitrage. Like I got a FBA account and I was um, taking my daughter in the middle of the day, I'd be in like the Kmart and she'd be in the car and I'd be on the toy aisle scanning stuff with my phone. And so that was how I got started. And like, and then late at night I would be up relabeling and patch packaging stuff and sending it into Amazon and it was like a total nightmare. A lot of work, right? <laughs> I, mean, I can't even yes. imagine with a toddler running around like uh, as you got older probably. Yeah, I mean, I didn't realize it was going to be so I was exhausted and then like by the time Amazon got my stuff it's just like everybody else in the world found it too and like the price just Oh god, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So there was like only a few months that I made a decent profit. Like I literally had to catch a Kmart that was going out of business before I made uh, decent, you know, decent profits. So, mm -hmm. and I was in, I remember I was in the FBA Rockstars, all you know, FBA Rockstars Facebook group. Mm -hmm. and somebody mentioned how great the profits were with Amazon merch. And I was like, what is Amazon merch? You know, that was when the light bulb went off and I went and applied and this was the end of, uh, 2016 and it was 2017 in April uh, I got approved nice. and I hadn't been doing my research like I should have been so I was like I don't know what to do and I went like I went over to Fiverr and bought five designs and um, like they didn't really go anywhere and then I eventually found Merch Informer and I got a Merch Informer account started reading reading uh, Neil's blog and that's when I finally started getting like a uh, sales that were kind of semi-consistent and um that was the same year as the eclipse i think yeah and so i had i i went and found a uh a designer on upwork and i had a design made that was specific to my state and it took off like i, nice. I, I sold like 600 shirts 
And I'll never forget my, my wife showed me her phone and it was a picture with one of her friends and a guy she didn't know. And that guy had on my shirt. Wow. It, yeah, it was amazing. What a great so, feeling. And I remember being like, this is it. You know, you, you're going to be able to quit your job. You're going to make so much money selling shirts on Amazon. Because I made like $3,200 that, yeah. that month. And then the next month I made like $200. So it was kind of like crash back to reality. And yeah, we've been going ever since. Amazing. So. Well, what a great story. And I think so many people can relate because I think that's how a lot of people get into online business when something changes in their family and or if they have kids or different. Congratulations, by the way, on your daughter. Thank you. Um, so I think people and a lot of people start with FBA and then transition into merch. So um, it's great that you had that experience and um, that you stuck with it because a lot of people had a similar experience where they had a lot of sales for, for the eclipse or different other little trends along the way. And then it's hard when like that ends and they go back to normal. A lot of people end up giving up at that point because they just sort of like, it's frustrating when you go up and then you go back down. Right. So, congratulations yeah. for sticking it out and staying with it. Um, did you stay with just doing print on demand or did you kind of go back to doing FBA or what did you do after the eclipse? Um, I still have an FBA account, but it's it's mostly dormant. Uh, I just stuck with Merch by Amazon. Uh, I didn't see a whole lot of success, uh, probably for the first year, maybe year and a half. Uh, I like I would see a little bit of an increase, but it wasn't like what you see people post in the groups about. You know, I've been on Amazon for four months and you know now i'm at tier twelve thousand or whatever like it was yeah. nothing it was nothing like that right and i feel like it's only been about a year really since i figured out uh what i've been doing wrong and you know finally listening to what some of the leaders are telling me about uh picking niches and you know uh flooding the niche and that kind of thing i was yeah. still like i feel like a year and a half two years ago i was still like that's a cool shirt that's a really funny design that no one is looking for. And then I would be like, why is it not selling? <laughs> yeah, I used to do the same thing or just put like the, like what's on the shirt in the title. And it's like, well, if nobody's searching for that, how are they mm -hmm. gonna find your shirt? Yeah, yep. that was that was me. So yep, me too. Like, now if it, if it doesn't uh, show up in autofill, I don't even waste my time. Yeah, so. very good point. Guys, write that down if you're, if you're new to merch. <laughs> yep. Auto suggest is your friend. Mm -hmm. um, all right, let's say hi to everybody in the chat. We got Jacob Topping. He's saying Michael is the man. We got Monty. He likes your hat. Um, oh funnel. yeah, here we go. Live comments now. Yeah, funnel it. hacking live all the way. That's what Jacob Topping's saying. Yeah, uh, Wayne's here. Um, we got all kinds of people. Laura. Uh, Thank you so much, everybody who's in the chat. Uh, man, I am way behind on comments. Thank you, guys. I see all y'all. Everybody likes your hair, Christina. Christina is just too fashionable for me. She changes her hair every couple weeks. Meanwhile, <laughs> my hair just gets longer or shorter, and that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's you know, all right. I don't have much under here, so. 
<laughs> Sometimes I think that would be the way to go. But, you know, easy, easy peasy. Yep. Right. <laughs> we got Dwayne. Dwayne's in the house too. Yep. James. Uh, I don't oh, know if RJ too. Yeah. Yeah, James. What's up, RJ? Now, just Driscoli, is that how you pronounce his last name? I think yep. he was at the uh, the conference with you, I believe. He was. Oh. So, so James Driscoli, that's my like my mastermind partner. Like, oh, and, nice. and if you if you guys like, I just want to tell the audience, like, if you, if you're in Amazon merch and you're struggling, you need to reach out to somebody, and like, until you make a friend and like build some trust with that person and just bounce ideas off of them. Like every, I went to the uh, Amazon merch conference and that's where uh, me and James met. And we, we talk in the me in messenger or chat like almost every single day, oh, bouncing awesome. ideas off each other. So. That's so awesome. Yeah, I, I we're trying to do that in our mastermind group, match everybody up with an accountability partner because it really makes a big difference. If you have somebody to talk to, somebody who can, um, I mean, of course, they could talk to us too, but it's nice when you have that one person that you're like back and forth with, with different ideas. Absolutely. Um, oh, this is what, yeah, look at uh, RJ saying, Christina is the queen at writing content. Yes, she is. Oh my God. Amazing. She's like a copyright queen. Uh, I, I, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, making me blush. Yes, yes. Um, all right. So, gosh, so much to talk to you about, Michael. I don't even know where to begin. You were just starting to say good tips about merch, but we also got to get back to the Funnel Hacking Live conference because that's what everybody wants to hear about. So let's just say a couple more quick tips about um, how you kind of moved on from you did really well with the Eclipse, then it dropped off, then you kind of had to like go through the struggle of like, designing different niches, trying to find your niche. Um, tell us a little bit about just that transition into kind of getting getting the feel for merch and meeting James and, you know, where you are now. Well, um, you might know that my podcast is called the Strugglepreneur Podcast. And yeah. <laughs> that was on purpose because I felt like I struggled the entire time uh, I was on Amazon Merch. I you know, like I said, I, now that I look back, I can see a lot of the things that I was doing wrong, uh, but I just had to, you know, I'm, I'm a little hard headed, but I had to just keep listening, keep watching content and, you know, keep trying different things. And there was a few uh, different tips that when I started following them, I started seeing, uh, you know, increases. And that was, uh, you know, like I said, uh, don't design for it if it's not in the autofill. Uh, and if, if you, when it comes up and, you know, when you search for something, if it's got like 15,000 results and the first page is, has, uh, reviews, like, I don't bother with those either. Like, I really want to see, I preferably, preferably would like to see like under a thousand results or, you know, 1500 results or something like that with uh, very few, uh, shirts that are, that have reviews, because if you, are going in a niche where a lot of the top results have reviews, it's going to be hard to crack those top spots. Yeah. So. Yep. And don't like, don't make something like if you, if you find uh, a niche that's all the designs look the same, 
Like, don't make another one of those. Like, that's just a waste of time. Yeah. Or don't like, they're all white. Now I'm going to make the same thing. So if it's going to be blue, like that, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. I like your comment, Teresa. She's saying only four thumbs up. Come on. Please. I love your picture too. Did you update your picture? It looks great. Oh, yeah. So Teresa is such a, uh, such a great person. Such an she encourager. Is. She's always busy. And saying it's a struggle for sure. Yes. yes. I think we've all been there. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can truly say you're an entrepreneur unless you've had the struggle at some yeah. point, you know, yeah. I can't imagine anyone has done, you know, anything in business for themselves and hasn't had a struggle. Right. If there is somebody out there, I want to talk to them. Mm -hmm. What did they do differently than everyone else here? Exactly. Yeah. So, well, when did you start the podcast? Did you already say that? Did it, was it right in the middle while you were still struggling or was it kind of after when you're like, let me talk about what I went through? Um, so uh, that was last May, I think, was when the first episode went up. And that actually was born out of uh, ClickFunnels and the 30-day uh, the 30-day challenge. There oh, wow. A, there yeah. we go. There's our link back to ClickFunnels. Yes. Perfect. So um, <laughs> ClickFunnels uh, is not so much about the software as it is about uh, methods of selling. And one of the things that they tell you to do is to start publishing, like start talking to people on video or blogging or a podcast. And I remember when I got to that day in the challenge, I was very much opposed. Like, I'm not yeah. I'm not going to talk about myself on video every single day because they tell you to do it every single day for a year. And they tell you that, and they tell you that's the most important thing you can do if you want to generate income from something that you love is to start publishing. So I started I decided to start a podcast after. Uh, listening to some of the motivational stuff from, uh, I think it's Steven Larson. He's kind of like the motivational coach when you do the 30 day uh, challenge. And so I decided to do a podcast because I have a little bit of background in audio and like I'm still not exactly comfortable with video, but uh, so that was just where I landed. Uh, I did not do uh, every single day, but you know, we're working on it. What great advice, guys. Yeah. We should say that one more time. So every single day, I've only done once a week about, and imagine like where I'd be if I was doing it every single day, like where we would be. Because and that's exactly what they said. Seven yeah. times more, you know, or six, whatever that, I don't know, seven, uh, six additional shows than what I was doing. Um, so it just, you, you improve that much faster. That's mm -hmm. one of the reasons why we added another show. I'm like, why wait a whole, like, you know, might as well double what we did last year. So we did two, we're doing two shows a week this year. Um, but I, whew, Christina, what do you think every day? <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about that. <laughs> Let's put Christina on the spot right here, right now. Yeah. Come on, they're telling us every day. We should, we should, even if it's just for a couple minutes, you know, yeah. I think maybe that would be, just getting into that habit. So wow. I know Amy Nicholas, I think she went yep. to one yeah. of the conferences and she, she started doing that. Gosh, it's been well over a year ago. And uh, I guess if, if you guys can do it, we can do it. Right. Yeah. 
And there's so okay. many platforms. We can go live on Instagram, go live on TikTok, go live on like all these different ones every day. Pick That's a different true. platform. You got to make it easy. You know, yeah, definitely yeah. got to make it easy and just go for it. There is a, I think it's in November and I can't remember the person that started this, but there's a, in the podcast community, there's a thing called 30 Days of Podcasting where they challenge you to put out a podcast episode every single day for 30 days. So I'm thinking about working my way up to that one since I have a few months to get ready for it. Uh, but yeah, for a year, I don't know. That would be tough. <laughs> Anything's possible. Yeah. Um, I think I posted in a group about um, uh, Heather Parody. She has this uh, group called Unconventional Leaders. And they're doing a challenge right now of going live every single day. So it's funny that you bring that up too. It's it really is a great challenge to to do because I I mean I am always amazed how many people that I contact to be on the show are too afraid to go live. It's not that they just don't want to be on the show or they don't like us or something. It's literally that they're too afraid to go on. And I'm like, man, we got to work on this. All of us. We're all so worried about judgment and so worried about what people think. Um, but it's most people like at least I, it's everybody that tells me they're too afraid to go on. I'm like, literally 75% of the people tell me that. <laughs> so I told Christina, I'm like, I got a lot of people to reach out to because so many people say no. <laughs> so I, I've, I've heard a couple of tips that you can use if you are terrified of going, uh, going on live video. And one of them is to create a private group with just yourself or just you and like one other person. That's a great and idea go live that way and then there was a presenter on stage at the conference and i can't remember which one it was but they said um their suggestion and it just blew me away method acting pretend like you're someone else and it apparently it works so, wow yeah yeah I've heard that. So Crazy. I thought I thought maybe you were going to go with the old uh, picture everyone naked thing that they tell you to do when you're public speaking. So. Yeah, I'd be too distracted. <laughs> what I always yeah. do. <laughs> what I always do when I'm too afraid to do something is I'm pretending like my little brothers and sisters are there and I'm teaching them how to do it because <laughs> I'm the um, oldest of eight kids. So I always had to be like the one to do things first. So I just pretend like they're they're watching. Nice. Right. That gets me through. Because you, um, you got to do it for them. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they can't see me all scared doing this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. And I don't even know why we're scared. Like, who cares? What is what is somebody going to say? <laughs> I try to just pretend like, know. well, you know, I leave my house and go to the grocery store and I have to talk to people and like they see me and I'm not yeah. nervous about that. Like, what is so different about camera? I don't know. It's weird. Like, I, I can't figure it out either. And it doesn't matter the success level. Because at first I was like, oh, well, maybe it's, you know, if people are just new and they're starting. Maybe that's why. But no, it's people doing like 10 times better than me, literally. And they are too afraid to come on. I'm like, why are you making me go live and talk about it? You're <laughs> so much better than me at it. Just come on the show and help. Right? <laughs> it's like, no. So it has nothing to do with success. It's just something that people are afraid of for some reason. Um, but yeah, we, uh, so anyway, I think that's a fantastic challenge because if nothing else, you learn confidence, you learn um, how to push through fear, you learn a lot of stuff that's really important. Yep. Um, so okay, so that's one, one part of the challenge. Uh, what else did you learn through ClickFunnels? 
in the in the challenge yeah in the challenge oh one of my favorite things was uh there's uh it's called the greatest showman challenge and it's basically russell because it's russell brunson it's his company and he's like he's also the front man you know he likes to talk and teach people things and uh he talks about the difference between a product and an offer and how you can create an offer like especially if you're selling something that everyone else is selling, how you can get people to buy from you instead of everyone else and at a higher price. And all you have to do is just add value. Like if you, um, like, let's see, my phone, which is like beat up and broken and old, like the screen is all cracked and I didn't replace it. So if you were in the market for a used phone and you could get this one from anyone for $200 and I was selling this one for $1,000, would you buy it? Probably not, right? Yeah, no, there's no difference. Yeah. Okay, so what if I told you that this phone had cell phone numbers of Chris Green, Ken Real, uh, Neil Lassen, and I don't know, uh, the head of merch, and they were contractually obligated to answer the phone. And it came with a hundred or it came with unlimited designs from your favorite designer. Yeah. And it came with, yeah. you could text anybody at Redbubble, you know, uh, Teespring, all of those. Now, now, now it's starting to sound pretty good, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's basically, that's the concept, but it, it would have to be things of course, that wouldn't uh, put you in the hole as far as what your costs were. But yeah. That's that's basically the concept. They even give you a sheet, like a worksheet, where you can uh, like put your product in the middle, and then you start brainstorming different things that you could pair to go with it to make your offer a great offer. I love that. It's it's all about it's all about the offer. I remember in high school, I took this negotiations class. I don't know how my high school had that, but we had a negotiations class, and part of it was really trying to figure out what the person wanted because we're tempted to think it's just money like how much something costs and you'd end up getting a bad grade if you it, like in this one assignment if that's what it like it turned out that the person really just wanted something else like they wanted the land to be used in a certain way or something it had nothing to do with how much they were selling the property for it was like what it was going to be used for <clears throat> and that's so true it's like you got to find out what your customer actually really wants sometimes it's a different add-on or a different benefit that is even free. Like like you said, just somebody's phone number or whatever it is, it doesn't have to be just all the about the price. Or like a guide on how to use it. Yeah. Tips for how to use it, especially in this day and age, we buy so many electronics that yep. it just comes with the, like the quick start guide and nothing else. So, and people don't know to go on. You can go online and get the manual. People don't really, yeah. you know, they don't really do that. So yep. that's why the unboxing videos and stuff or the, the review videos on YouTube, that's why they're so popular. Yeah. They, we want to see you use it. We want to see yep. how it works. So, <laughs> yeah. so, that, so that technique um, of adding value or showing what your value is, how have you figured out a way to how to incorporate that into your print on demand business? Not exactly. I'm still trying to figure that one out. Um, there's a few other things that I think are uh, really valuable because uh, uh, one of the one of the things that ClickFunnels teaches is the 
the uh, the business that can spend more on advertising is the one that wins. And the way that you can do that is, um, well, we've added more value to the product, right? So we can charge a higher price, which means we're getting a higher average cart value than the next guy. So we can take more of those profits and push it back into advertising. So I'm thinking, you know, we sell a shirt on Amazon Merch and then that's it. They don't buy anything else. Mm -hmm. Well, if I were to use ClickFunnels, I can sell this person a shirt. And then on the next page, it says, hey, do you want to buy a mug? Or do you want to buy a sticker? Or do you want to buy a pillow? Or, you know, whatever the case may be and see if you can get people to add. Because they, they tell you that the first the first yes is the hardest one. Yes. And after, after that, you're more likely to get them to, to buy something else or add something else to the cart. So. And I think you're trying to get their email address too, right? So that you can yes. start marketing to them later. Then you, like acquiring the customer is the hardest part. Once you have them, it's a lot easier to show them the next thing. Exactly, because Amazon yeah. doesn't give us uh, customer emails. But right. if you were running Facebook ads or ads on Pinterest, you could put like a ClickFunnels page in between and collect their email and build a list. So, and, and that's for like, for you people that have one niche, you know, you, you want a list of emails for people that like unicorns or, you know, pineapple designs or whatever it is. And, you know, once you've built out that list, Amazon or, you know, wherever you're selling, it could, they could kick you, they could shut your account down. Like, but you know, yeah, you, know. you don't have an account anymore, but you still have the list. So you could you still market to those people if you have, uh, you know, still have a printer and, you know, you still have a way to uh, fulfill those products. So that's where the value is. Teresa has a good question. She says, can you use ClickFunnels on your Shopify, only use it on your Shopify website um, or can you use it somewhere else? So that's what I've that's what I've been researching lately because I spent I spent a lot of time last year trying to do uh, affiliate marketing and selling other things that were unrelated to print on demand and it didn't really work and I I've learned that it's because I don't love those things I was just doing it for the money mm -hmm. and um, so just today I was looking at uh, ShipStation. That's what it's called. Mm -hmm. And ShipStation integrates with ClickFunnels. It also integrates with Printful. And I'm pretty sure it integrates with Shopify. Yeah, I think uh, it does. So that's, that's where I think that's the direction that I'm headed in. Good. And yeah. let, me, let me stop you right there about what you said about how you were going after something that you didn't love. I think that's one of the benefits of talking live about it every single day. Like, if you can't talk about something every single day, you probably need to pick a different niche. Like that could be your like mm -hmm. test. Is this the right niche to be in? Because once you go live for a week, if you don't like it, you're gonna be like, oh my God, I have nothing else to say about this subject. Yeah. Um, but if it's something mm -hmm. you like, like with merge and print on demand, I could talk about it every single day because right. it's something I'm interested in. Uh, but if it was, I don't know, how to cook or something, like I'd be five minutes and be like, I'm done with this topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah i think that's a good a good test to see if you're in the right niche also um, a good good test for you guys if you want to pick a uh, niche to put shirts in pick something that you could just talk about unscripted yes know. yes talk about unscripted do a ted talk on any of those things um 
so speaking of of the 30-day challenge you should put your link um that's a, mike michael has a um affiliate link for it and christina and i don't right now <laughs> i thought i did because i signed up for a 30-day challenge at some point but right now i um for some reason couldn't log in so i don't know if i just forgot the password or if i don't have it anymore but for now we are going to use um michael's link so if you guys are interested at all in doing a 30-day challenge um, he has a link for it. He also has a link for .com Secrets, that book, which I've heard nothing but good things. Um, I haven't read it yet. So <laughs> really, you gotta get into I that. Know, it's so great. Of all the books, like that's such an important one to read, and I haven't haven't done it. Um, but it it'll happen. It'll happen this year. I'll read it. Let's see. I'm not sure if I can put anything in the live comments. I don't see a box for that. You could probably just go on YouTube or or send it to Christina. Christina's good at, at <laughs> she's so good at handling all the comments. I'm okay. always like paying attention so much that I can't. But if you do it, um, oh, I think maybe you sent it on the private chat. Let's see. I did. Christina, do you see it in the private chat? I don't know if she sees it. Um, oh, you're muted, Christina. She is muted. Okay. Yep. I see it. I'll grab it and post awesome. it. Awesome. Thank you so much. So, okay. So you did the, you've, you've done, you said you did two or three of these challenges, right? Two or well, three. I paid for three of them. <laughs> and, and actually this proves my point. The one of them, I just bought it because I wanted the bonus that came with it. There you go. <laughs> That's how important add-ons are sometimes. Because it the came bonuses with a, are the thing that people are getting. It came with a funnel and I really wanted that funnel. So I, uh, I I paid for it, but I didn't actually do the challenge. And I would definitely recommend if you were thinking about messing around with uh, ClickFunnels, don't just go sign up for a ClickFunnels account if you don't know anything about it. Like read the book, read the .com secrets book, or do the challenge, or do both. Um, oh, Jacob doesn't know what a 30-day challenge is. Maybe that's what um, we, we should talk about that more. What exactly is the 30-day challenge? So it's... And this is this is a challenge. They call it challenge funnels, and the one like the, the Etsy challenge was a challenge funnel. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a the thirty day challenge with click funnels is they show you how to build a funnel from start to finish. And so at the end of thirty days, if you've completed all the steps, and it's it's not every single day, but it's a lot. Like it's it's Monday through Friday and some Saturdays that you are working at least an hour to two hours a day. So, but it's good stuff. You learn a lot, like you learn a lot doing that. Awesome. They talk about hook story offer. That's the thing, hook story offer. And they teach you how to look at a, like an ad or uh, something that someone's trying to sell and you will see a hook and a story and an offer in every single one of those. It's kind of, it's, it's weird. It's like. It's, you can't unlearn it. Like once, once they teach you how you see it, and then you see it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it's great because, uh, you know, it sounds to me like I haven't, I, I don't know much about ClickFunnels or anything like that. But um, from what I can see, it, it it looks like it's a sales process. So coming from like the corporate world, you know, 
that's kind of what I learned was the sales mm -hmm. process and marketing process and things like that. But a lot of people in this industry don't have that experience. So this is a great way to, to get that, that knowledge, that training. And if someone wanted to jump in and do this, what order would you recommend? Do you recommend like the dot-com secrets book first? Do you recommend like Absolutely. a Facebook group? Okay. So dot-com secrets first and, dot then, com secrets. and then the 30 day challenge or? Absolutely. Okay. Well, and there's another book called expert secrets. What I did was I read the book, then I signed up for the challenge. Then I read expert secrets and I remember like, speed reading Sunday night, trying to finish the book before the challenge started. <laughs> All the challenges start on a Monday. Um, and I feel like you asked a question before that I had something before. Oh, I was gonna say that ClickFunnels uh, at its core is a drag and drop software to build sales pages or or pages to uh, collect an email. And it's drag and drop, it's super easy. But they spend most of the time teaching you tried and true marketing, uh, like marketing tactics. This isn't like brand new, Russell came up with all this stuff. When you read the book, he will tell you exactly who he learned it from. So if you wanna go back, you can study that person. Okay. So, but it, it's like things that were around long before the internet, and now we're bringing these marketing principles to to the internet, and it's amazing. There was just under two hundred and fifty people that got a two comma club award at the conference, which means they had one million dollars in revenue passed through one funnel. In one one funnel. That's the yes. amazing part. It's one not even funnel. like yeah, they could have ten funnels. It's yeah, just this one did a million dollars. It's crazy. I know. And so many people have more than one of those awards. So mm -hmm. it's it's really exciting. Chris Green won one yep. uh, last year. So yep. yeah. 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 I remember that. That is so cool. Um, yeah. It's one of those things where I was interviewing Steve Brakin the other day, and this is not related to ClickFunnels, but it's the same kind of thing where it's like, if you just follow what people tell you to do, <laughs> <laughs> he is so good at that. I for some reason I'm not that great at that. Like I I do like a bits and pieces from a lot of people, but I have so much trouble just like listening to one person and doing exactly what they say. And that's really like the best way. Like if you just listen to Russell Brunson do exactly what he says, you're going to end up with one of those awards probably. It's just yeah. it's Man, the discipline to just not think you know everything and yeah. just be like, "Okay, follow what he says exactly." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're we're all hard headed, so we're like, but I don't want to do that. I know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like, and, and you just feel like pieces of it just aren't important for some reason. Like a lot of people are just myself. Like I'll just be like, oh well, I did most of it. Like that piece is not important. Like Steve Rakin would do it to the point where like this guy he was following would jump on a trampoline, so mm -hmm. he would jump on a trampoline. Like literally every single step, because you never know like what's the most important step. This guy did salsa dancing. So, so he did salsa dancing. Like he did every single step. And surprise, surprise, he's literally making the same amount as that person he was following. And I'm like, oh my God. Seriously? Salsa I dancing? I can't get myself to follow every step. Like I don't want to do salsa dancing or <clears throat> whatever it is. But it's if you can just like find somebody that you really like what they're doing, if you follow what they're doing, it's very likely 
that you'll have similar, similar thing. So anyway, so, okay. So you, you, how did it go when you were doing the challenge? Were you able to kind of follow along? Like, do you need to have a certain amount of experience before you start? Um, it depends on what you're good at. Um, cause there's, there's some things that you need to hire out. Oh, that's another one of my, my favorite things about the challenges. And this is like in the first week, cause it's mm -hmm. really, it's a little bit longer than 30 days. Cause the first week is mindset stuff. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really count as the first week of the challenge. It's like preparation for the challenge. But one of the days, uh, he talks about who, not how. And if you need something done, if you need something built, like if you, let's say your, your AC went out or your heat went out, you wouldn't go to the library and get a book about repairing your heater or your, right. you, know, <laughs> you, you know, you don't go get a, you don't go get a book about how to replace the transmission on your car. You go get the who, you go get the person. But so many times, like, in business we you know we're bootstrapping it and yep. we're broke and we're on a budget so <laughs> i'm just gonna have to get in there and figure out how to build a website i'm just gonna have to get in there and figure out how to create designs and stuff like that so he he very much stresses that uh you know it's who not how you need to find your who's because if you don't you'll get frustrated and you'll and he he also uh does this thing where you average out how much your time is worth. Like, what do you, mm -hmm. what, what is your value of time? Like, what would you get paid per hour to do this thing? And every single time, if you do the math and you compare what it would cost you versus what it would cost a professional, you, you're going to be more expensive and it's not going to be as good of a job. Yeah. So, yeah. Very so good lesson. They stress that yeah. a lot. It's kind of a fine line, you know, because, you know, stuff is expensive. And if you just don't have the money, sometimes yeah. you, you kind of got to do what you got to do. But but it, but it does make you think, you know, uh, from a different perspective about outsourcing and hiring out things. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm actually uh, finishing up a webinar for um, the Merch Money community about outsourcing and hiring VAs and freelancers. And that's one of the examples I actually gave in the course was that, you know, there are certain things that someone, you can hire someone else to do and they can do it faster. And even though mm -hmm. it's costing you a little bit of money, you know, but then there, you know, when you think about it, there are also people who, don't have the money. So they will try to fix their own cars or they will, you know, do things. Right. Like that. So, yeah. So um, it's a process and, but that's a great, great analogy. I love that they use that there. Mm -hmm. And when you get to the place where you can afford it, then you should, you know, yes. yeah. outsource that part, especially if you don't like it. Now, if you love it, that's, that's different, but yeah. Yep. Um, so, so you did the 30 day challenge. So what is the, what's it like when you go to the conference? How does the conference fit into all of this? Oh, there's so much energy <laughs> at that conference. It's so it's at Gaylord Opryland hotel, which is just, I would say palatial, but I feel like that wouldn't even cover how huge this place is. And 
the branding, the ClickFunnels branding is everywhere. And they, you know, it's just the energy is amazing. And there's no idle time. You're not like standing around being bored. Even when there's not someone presenting on stage, there's uh, an MC. They had DJs. They had uh, bands outside of the conference for the break times. Like it wow. was crazy. Yeah. And a lot of people networking and uh, meeting people from different places. And they come in from Australia. They come in from Europe. People come from all over the world to this conference. And I am so lucky that it's in my city every year. Yeah. Like next year will be the third year in a row that it's in Nashville. So. Well, Nashville is like central. It's easy for everybody to get to. And that hotel. Oh, my God. I've been to that hotel, the Gaylord. Um, mm -hmm. It is so beautiful. It's, you know, you, you feel like you're outside certain like areas of the hotel. Yep. Christina, are you getting the link for that that they're asking for? Yep. Yep. I could see she's back there working. I'm like, I think she's getting it. Final hack live. Yeah, the links for the 30 day challenge are in the comments, but then Christina just posted a link for the mastermind group because people were asking about that. Okay, awesome. Um, but yeah, so the, so the energy is great. I mean, Russell Brunson, let's talk about him for a minute. Russell Brunson is the one who started ClickFunnels and, and the 30-day challenge like we're talking about, but he also puts together this conference. Um, he has done such a good job of, of connecting with all of these like really great speakers. And I love the story of how he started partnering with uh, Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. Do you know that story? No. Uh he chased that guy for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so he has this concept called uh, the Dream 100. And it's like a list, of, like literally a list of 100 people that you would love to interview or love to have on your show or love to have a joint venture with. And then you just work and work and work at reaching out at those people and giving them value and showing them that you're a good guy until, you know, until they work, until they decide to work with you. And Russell did that for years. Uh, and, and they actually did, uh, they launched something with Dean Graziosi last year, I think it was mastermind.com. And I'm, yeah. I'm not exactly sure what the product is, but I know that all three of them put it out together. Do you know that story about how they got that website? Not exactly, but I bet well, you do. He, yeah, <laughs> he, he, um, he was trying to convince Dean to get that website. He's like, you guys need this website because he knows how great their mastermind group is. And, uh, it was about, I think it was listed for like a million dollars or it was listed for a lot of money. Um, so they were like, oh, no, we, we won't get it. And he's like, no, you guys really need to get this. So he ended up negotiating with whoever was selling it and decided to just buy it himself and then just gift it to them. That's amazing. So he, I think it was 600,000 is how much he got it down to and bought it for. But he spent his own wow. money, 600,000. I mean, don't quote me. It might not be exactly right, but I'm. 90% sure it was 600,000 um, and just gave it to them. And so once he did that, they're like, you know what? Maybe we should work with this guy. So then that's how he ended up being able to partner with them. That's amazing. So, yeah. So he he's working. At, he just understands the value of stuff like that. Like he, he doesn't try to um, lowball people. He just pays the price that they want and yeah. is able to get these like amazing speakers, work with all these amazing people. Um, and it, it just makes a great conference and just makes a great, it, his whole, everything he's doing is just becoming so great because of the people he surrounds himself with. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I see Jacob in the chat is saying, 
how much is uh, Funnel Hacking Live? And I just want to address that real quick because you have about uh, 28 hours probably. Because tomorrow night at midnight, the price goes up. It's $7.97 if you get tickets before tomorrow night at, at midnight. Yeah. Okay. And it, I think regular oh, price yeah, is nine nine seven. How yeah. much is it normally? Uh, nine ninety seven is what they did last year. Uh, they Ooh. they said on yeah. stage that it's going to be sixteen ninety seven, but I think that's like if you wait till the last minute. I wouldn't be surprised because it's expensive to put that on. I mean, the kind of people that they have, they're paying like. I don't even know how much they're paying, but it's a lot to have each of those speakers. And it sells out every year. So yeah. Yeah. I it was when I was looking at tickets, it was nine hundred something. And then if you had like a second person coming with you, I think you could get a ticket for like seven hundred for them or something. Right. Yeah, that sounds um, about right. So, but I I mean and that's nobody midnight tonight. Tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah. Hel Helen, Helen will have to talk about this. So. <laughs> <laughs> and there's lots of people from the merch community that, that come out to this thing. So you won't be disappointed. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, I, I think I saw something from Amanda and, and John Balcazar about how they want to go to a Tony Robbins event now. And those, oh my gosh, I have never, I've always heard great things about Tony Robbins. So I've heard great things, but that I've also heard it's intense. Like it's very need, intense. You yeah. need to be ready. Um, <laughs> yeah, you need to be ready. I hear it starts at 10 a.m. and he goes till two and he expects you back at 10. Oh yeah. You don't get, you don't sleep yeah. on those trips. You don't sleep all. and you barely eat. So, and you're, you, you can't really leave the way you came in, like you're gonna have a you're gonna have a transformational experience. Uh, so, yeah, you can't you can't expect not to change. I know um, that's like uh, I keep saying Steve Reagan because that's the I went up to Connecticut a couple weeks ago and posted a interview on our channel. Actually, speaking of that, I need to put it back on our channel. It's on the podcast and it's on my channel right now. But um, he he credits like almost all of his success to Tony Robbins. Like he's just gone to at least like six or seven of those events. And um, so many people are like presidents, everybody credits a lot of their success to Tony Robbins. He had a video showing where he had Oprah run across burning hot coals. I yeah. Mean, Oprah was convinced she was only going to be there for an hour. She's like, I'm just coming for an hour. I'm going to leave. She ended up staying like 24 hours or something. I don't know how long she stayed, but it was way longer than she had allotted for. And she was like, no, I'm not going to walk on the coals. She walked on the coals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. he, he has that way. He was on stage for four hours and he was like, this is this is short. Like, this is too short. And I was like, four hours? So he, he's used to going all day. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that's good stuff. What was your favorite thing that you learned at the conference? Um, Not to put you on the spot. There's so much. <laughs> How about who was speaking there or who else besides Tony Robbins was there? Uh, Prince EA was there, who I had never heard of, but apparently he is a, a YouTube mastermind and has, I think it said he had 4 billion combined views on videos. He basically went through in detail how to uh, put up YouTube videos that 
would go viral. Nice. Like all of the elements that you need and how you title videos with the keywords and stuff like that. So wow. And then I just I got a <laughs> lot of watch that. I got a lot of value from the crew that I was hanging out with. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, John and Amanda Balcazar were there, James Driscoli, uh, Matt and Aaron Sharon were there, Anas was there, and there was uh, three or four other people that I hadn't met, and we kind of hung out outside of the conference. And just being in a room with those people, uh, chit-chatting, going back and forth, got a lot of ideas, you know, and definitely going to keep the conversation going. So that's that's another reason to go to conferences like aside from the great content that you get is uh, the great networking that happens. Yeah, that's that's 99% of the value of a conference normally. Yeah. Uh, this one might be the actual conference because there's so many good speakers, but normally it's the people you meet, the connections you make. Um, yeah, I, I met Christina at a meetup. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, every conference I've been to, I end up making some kind of friend or person that I end up keeping in touch with and had a accountability partner for FBA that I met at a conference. And yeah, that's. Speaking of meetups, hey, Nashville for here, Nashville. Yeah, reach out to <laughs> yeah. Michael if you live near Nashville. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. Well, we got to have a, a meetup there. I tried to one year and only uh, one person replied. So I ended up not having a meetup, but I did meet up with um, meet up with her. Uh, but yeah, we 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 had to plan more meetups. We were supposed to have a North Carolina one, ended up not because uh, that's something we should bring up. This Friday there's a uh, trademark meeting, so I'm gonna go to that. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Trying to not have the uh, LOP fee. So. Oh, is that what's if, going on? Yeah. If anybody lives in the DC area and wants to come with me. Oh, Amanda's watching. Amanda, we've talked about you several times on the show today. <laughs> Hope you don't mind. All good things. Hey, Amanda. Um, Cassie Basket was there too. Yes, she was there. Yes. I haven't been able to meet Kathy yet. I'd love to meet her. I have like 300 mutual friends or something, like some high number with Kathy. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, you, I, I was wondering, do you get a, like a replay or anything like that, that you can go back to this content later on? I'm glad you asked that question because it's not all about uh, making money for yourself. Uh, Steve Larson has this phrase that I love. He says, get rich, give back. And ClickFunnels actually has two uh, charities that they donate to. And one of them is called OUR, Operation Underground Railroad. And they rescue people from uh, sex trafficking and slavery. And wow. if you donate $500 to that organization, they give you the replays for the that funnel hacking live that year and there's also another one called i think it's called liberate and educate and they dig wells for fresh water and build schools for children in kenya that would otherwise not have access to that oh. so and there's also a bunch of other bonuses that they give you if you donate to, to that one as well and they raise like I don't remember the numbers, but it was over half a million dollars for each one. Like it was crazy. Wow. Amazing. Wow. And that's only for people who attended, correct? 
Yes. To get the bonuses, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. But that's a great way to do it. So I love that they're supporting a good cause and, you know, making that content available. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I liked your live today, Amanda. Speaking of Amanda's in the chat. Um, her podcast is Hot Mess to Success, right? Am I saying it right? Yeah, Hot Mess to Success. Yeah. So join that or uh, listen to that. Like that Facebook page. And then let's show Michael's one more time in case you guys missed it. Um, his page is Strugglepreneur. He's got a podcast. Oh, speaking of your podcast, I'm going to be on it tomorrow, right? Is that the day? Well, we'll be recording tomorrow. I don't, I don't, oh, do, the, I don't do the live thing. <laughs> so used to being live. I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me that it's not live. Just kidding, guys. Yeah, I'll be on there someday. It'll, it'll come out like the next week. So Okay. Yeah, cool. we'll, we'll, we'll hype it up before we drop it. Sorry. It's all good. You mean people don't always go live? Not oh always. Oh, my gosh. If I, if I knew how to edit then maybe I would do that. <laughs> I go live because I don't want to edit and don't know how to edit. Someday I'm going to learn. That might be worth it. Like I might, I'm considering starting just doing like live. Yeah. It's live. so funny. Cause most people start with like these big, long, like editing videos and doing all this stuff. And then eventually they go live. So I'm like, well, if people eventually always turn to going live, do I have to go to editing? <laughs> I right. keep dragging my feet. I'm like, I why? I don't understand. Yeah, so should, we'll see. Maybe someday. Just, you should probably just get a guy to do that. Yeah, I, that is that what I'm going to do. If, if I ever decide it's important enough, I just, for me, I can't figure out the point of it. I'm sure there is a point. Like, I probably should watch that Prince AE guy or whatever and see what is the point of editing. Once I understand the point of it, then I probably would be motivated enough to get someone to do it. But right now, I wouldn't even know what to tell them to edit. I'm like, I don't understand the point. <laughs> so <laughs> I need to know the point first, and then I'll be able to teach it to someone. Yeah. It's just um, to make it polished. Oh, I forgot I brought a prop. So uh, every time you would come back from your break, they would have something in the seat. Usually it's a book or a pamphlet. We got two books. Actually, we got this guy. Can you nice. see that? That is Dan Henry. Digital uh, Millionaire Secrets. Gave us his book. And then Garrett White. Look at this. Look at that. That's a, that's like, a big one. That's insane. He <laughs> that... gave us this. He said that he spent $50,000 to get all of these to Funnel Hacking Live to give away. Which is wow. crazy. But then one day we came in and we had two of these in every seat. And we're like, what is this? And we had a DJ. I don't know if you can see that, but it's yeah. lighting up. Let me, let me turn my light off. Uh-oh. It's getting crazy in here. Yeah. Oh. So it looked like a rave in this place with everybody that had, everybody had two of these and had a DJ going. And then it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was insane. So it was wow. fun. So for those of you listening on the podcast, Michael was wielding something that looked like a big lightsaber. Okay, so imagine a mini pool noodle, because that's basically what it is, but it's got got lights on the inside. That is cool. And do people kind of like clap them together or something? Do they make noise or... No, no. No? We're just doing, everybody just does the same thing and it looks really cool. Nice. <laughs> it looked like I, I, I recorded a video and I sent it to my wife and she's like, are you at a conference or at a rave? 
<laughs> exactly. like that's, that's literally what it looked like. It was awesome. Awesome. That's great. Yeah, I remember seeing a video where they were like, even the sign-in like table to come into the conference, they like did so much planning to make even that experience exciting. Yeah, there was so. a stage with a singer and like, yeah, it was insane. Wow. Um, I, I highly recommend it. So if we come to Nashville next year, do you have space for all of us to stay at your house then or? <laughs> Sure, I won't be here because I stay on the property. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think this is one of those conferences where it, you want to stay at the hotel because this yeah. is not like a normal hotel. This is like a whole experience by itself. It's it's almost like staying at like, how would you describe it? I don't even know. Like, I mean, I just it's an like, experience. Yeah, you have to submerse. Like, you have to stay fully submersed, and, and at the point. Like when, if you leave to go home, like I can't imagine the amount of FOMO that you would have. Like something might happen. Yeah. Cool right. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah, it's beautiful. I I don't know if I have pictures in the group. I might have. I I don't know. I maybe I just put it on my own page. But it was while we had merch money. I went to that hotel, um, but I don't remember if I put pictures. But yeah, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, it is. It's nice. Well, guys, I don't know if we, did we miss any questions you think, Christina? Uh, there was one question. Uh, Teresa asked if you were planning to go to the merch conference in Salt Lake City this year. Um, for all of us? Jury's still out on that one. I'm not sure. Okay. Plus, I'm still waiting on the details, so. Yeah, same here. You yeah. know, whoever whoever's in charge of that, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know there's a lot of, I think, coordination trying to happen behind the scenes. So uh, trying to make it as, I guess, easy as possible. If any, you know, representatives from Amazon wanted to stop by the conference. Right. Um, so I think they're still trying to work out those those dates and those details. So, but yeah, we're all eagerly awaiting. Waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, oh, one more. She said, like staying at the Bellagio in Vegas. Yeah, I don't know how you would describe it. It's just different than anywhere. It's uh, They've got, what, like six or seven um, restaurants that like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to explain have, it. You know how to explain it? I don't so know how there's, to there's a Mexican place. There's a, um, like a high-end steakhouse. There's a fancy seafood restaurant. There's but then there's also like uh, organic grab and go, like pre-made sandwiches. Like you, you can literally okay. stay at this place and not leave. But I it's mean, like it's like outdoors. Like they have like a like a a boat or something, like or like water, don't they? Yeah. So yeah. It's <laughs> he's like, looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, no, so, I swear. Uh, <laughs> so imagine several different buildings that are connected end to end lengthwise. But then inside of those buildings is like an atrium, kind of like a greenhouse. It's like a greenhouse. Lots yeah. of trees and plants. And then they have uh, like they have this river and you can actually get on this boat ride that would and the boat resembles like something you would see in Venice. So you can like get on this boat and go around this lazy river. Yes. Just Kind of relaxing and hanging out. Gondola, that's the word. Gondola, yeah, right? Yeah, gondola. So, <laughs> and then the the ceiling is like glass, so the sun is still coming in, but there's like no weather. So it's but it's really nice. Yeah, it's yeah. gorgeous. 
That yeah. does sound like Vegas. You can like it, have practically walk from one end of the strip to the other from just hotel to hotel and it's all connected with like restaurants yes. and they have the ceilings painted like the sky like mm -hmm. you don't even know whether it's day night what yep is. So, right yeah 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 it's like almost like an attraction by itself i i didn't stay there because i was in nashville for um just a bachelorette party i was at but i went to the hotel just to see it because it's like so pretty Wow. Now, do you get special rates for the conference or how does yes. that? Work? Yes, they did do a room block uh, for Funnel Hacking Live attendance and it was $189 uh, per night. But if you just walk into that place off the street, it's like $350 is where they start. So it was a pretty good discount. You also get a discount on parking and a few other things. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And how long is the conference typically? Uh, it started on Wednesday at noon. Uh, the registration was the, started the day before. So people were like checking in on Tuesday. And then the conference started on Wednesday at noon and went till nine o'clock. And then Thursday, Friday was nine to nine, both days. And Saturday was nine to five but you get two hour meal breaks, so. Uh, okay, so you'd be looking at at least like a four night hotel stay roughly? Mm -hmm. Four yeah. night, okay. Yeah. Just to give people an idea, you know, so if it's something that you want to attend, you know, start start budgeting now, so. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're already over an hour, so almost done, but I just wanted to highlight this question from Dwayne. He's saying, is there an example of a click funnel I would recommend just going to clickfunnels.com and just putting in your email address into their like where whenever it pops up asking for an email address because <laughs> then you'll see exactly like they'll they'll track you down you'll see all kinds of funnels. <laughs> um yeah, if you go to buy the book and it was so funny uh when Amanda sent me the link for to buy the .com secret book, I didn't know what a clickfunnel was. And, and you're like, what is this? So I, I'm on the page and I'm looking at the book and I scroll down and read the stuff and I put in my information and I click buy. And then I got to the next page and there was an upsell. And that was when I realized I'm in a funnel right now. Yes. yes. <laughs> this is a funnel. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Just go. I would just sign up for uh, put your email and click funnels and just experience it that way. Like you will learn exactly what a funnel is because they will funnel you. Yep, they will. <laughs> um, yep. So, well, thank you so much. Was there anything else that you wanted to say that we didn't get a chance to cover yet? Um, I love you guys. I don't know. That's Aww. it. Aww, you, you too. And you two ladies are like, y'all work hard. Like, every time I turn around, y'all are putting up something. It's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. Y'all the hardest people, hardest working people in, in print on demand, I think. Uh, yeah. or, or among them anyway. You, yeah. And you have a, you have a Spanish version of your, of uh, the Merch Money group? We have like, 25 groups. 25 oh, groups. We have 25 groups? 25. Yes. If you type wow. in Merch Money and then any other language, you should see one of our groups. See? <laughs> who else is doing that? Like, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 It's because we love what we do. So. Yep. And we're still not doing what they recommend the going live every day. 
We're slacking. We only go live like two or three times a week. Uh, I think you're on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll we'll see. Maybe in a couple months we'll be up to uh, going live more often. But well, thank you so much. Uh, it was so great to talk to you and get to know you a little better. And everybody, got make sure you go like his page and listen to his podcast. And I will be recording tomorrow, not live. Yeah. <laughs> Memory. So it'll it'll show up eventually. Yeah. Um, but anyway, well, thank you guys, and thank you, Michael, and we'll see you on Thursday. Thanks for having me. I'm honored. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much. Bye, everybody. Bye.